Hi, divers. Welcome back to the Fridge Dive podcast. It's your host, L'Oreal, and on this episode, we're going to talk about 90s nostalgia, the food that just gives you the feels, foods that we grew up with, and now how they've manifested as an adult in one way or another. So I'm really, really excited to talk to you guys about this and would be love to hear back from you what your favorite foods are from the 90s and how maybe you've seen it shown up now that you're an adult and adulting and have responsibilities, but still like want to have what you want to have. So we'll get right into that right after this break. Okay, foods from the 90s that give me all kinds of feels, you know, from little quick breakfasts. You know, breakfast was such a big deal when I was in school. It was like, don't send your kid to school without breakfast. You know, and if you couldn't feed them, make sure you have them buy breakfast at school, you know, and make sure there's some milk or some type of dairy in that breakfast or protein. Um, and then same with like an after school snack. I mean, like, I guess kids eat all the time. I don't have like a middle schooler or a teenager that I know, but they just eat so much when they're growing that, that much and they're, they're working so hard. So even like an after school snack being so important of like what that looks like, you know, how they're eating, what they're eating, um, when they're eating. And one of my favorite school snacks, even after school, I'm trying to think, what did I do? It was probably something frozen that we could just microwave or put in an oven or a toaster oven. It was awesome. Um, so those were probably, um, and I can think of a couple things in my head, you know, definitely in the morning. I remember I didn't, I wasn't a big breakfast fan as a kid, but I definitely remember eating like those Cheerio cereal bars. Oh my gosh, they were thinking back like just candy bars, but Hey, when you don't have time to sit down and eat a bowl of cereal, I guess you would really do, the bar did come in handy. Um, and as an after-school snack, I'm just thinking like these pizza rolls or taquitos, and like we would just microwave these and just eat them until our mom came home. So yeah, just oh my goodness, it's giving me so many feelings right now. Um, but I have a couple of. Uh, Things just in general, you know, 90s kid food nostalgia, there's so many options there from, you know, Lunchables and Dungaroos and like candy, the endless amounts of candy and soda. Oh my gosh, soda was like controversial as a kid, you know, like how much soda, what sodas, diet sodas. Um, But a lot of these foods were like relatively unhealthy. So just if I ever do these things now, I want to try to make them either myself or a healthier version of it. So anyway, that way it makes me feel like I'm doing something that I've always enjoyed without taking away from the food itself. So these were all just like really funny comfort foods. And I think that 2020 is a year of finding comfort in the things that you enjoy. So um, for me, it is tapping into a little bit of the things that I grew up eating all the time and uh, making it a version for myself at home. Okay, divers. So now we're going to talk about my kind of my top five, top 90s food nostalgia. The first one on my list is Launchables. I absolutely loved and adored them. And if you could get like the original brand, it was so fun because it had like the meat, the cheese, the crackers, the cookies, probably some type of animal cookie or some brand name candy, like a Reese's cup or an Oreo or two. And it was like really fancy and you could like swap it. You could make choices about like 
how much and what you wanted to eat about it, how you ate it. Now, okay, Lunchables have no origin to modern day contruderie, even though if you were a bougie kid then, you're probably a bougie kid now. This was honestly, when I looked this up about Lunchables, just a way to really just sell bologna, which feels really um, manipulative. But I think all in all, it's just a super great way to market to children and market to families and still to date, you know, as, a, as you grow up, having really fancy crackers, some type of meat, probably with a little bit of inserted bologna, insert your version of bologna here, cheeses, cheese or cheeses, and uh, something sweet on that board too. And it's, it's snack dinner at its best and snack meals um, have been kind of on trend for me even this year. So um, anywhere you can just kind of mix and match and make your own and choose your own food adventure. That was kind of the intro to that. So it was a lot of fun. So uh, Lunchables tried and true and have definitely delivered. I still think about them even today when I see them in the grocery store, like, wow, how absolutely adorable and cute is that? And I loved the pizza ones because if you were a pizza fan, it was awesome. I do always remember feeling though, like, why would I eat cold pizza? <laughs> but um, they were a lot of fun if you could make them at home and then pop them in the microwave so that you could at least enjoy the melted cheese on top. So that's just uh, my first real treat that like totally gets me kind of in my feelings of like after school snack and school lunches. Okay, divers. So for the second top food nostalgia item on my list, I have pop tarts. Okay. So I know they're not really that healthy and I know they're really crazy sweet. And I know that sometimes some flavors aren't as best as we were expecting, but Pop-Tarts just give me so many feelings. Like my heart like grows twice the size for a Pop-Tart. And I love that like they are making like a comeback. It's so trendy. Everybody's making them at home and I'm going to just fall in line. So I'm going to make some too. And um, I'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute. But they're so sweet and they're easy and they were easy to just pop in a toaster and go, eat them room temperature. My dad always loved the strawberry ones. So naturally, we are big strawberry Pop-Tart fans. But also, um, I remember eating the chocolate ones and the cherry ones. Oh my goodness. So they were so, so, so good. And Pop-Tarts were not originally frosted, which seems a little shocking to me because I'm like, what is it even a Pop-Tart if it doesn't have frosting? I guess that's a question to ask the philosophers of the future, but the first Pop-Tarts were introduced in the late 60s, and the origin kind of came as inspired by pop art by Andy Warhol, probably mostly a play on words and disruption and disorder, but I think that's probably about the only connection. So I made a homemade version of this. I made the dough myself, basically a pie dough, with butter, flour, a little bit of cold ice water, and a pinch of salt. And I used a combination of actually butter and coconut oil. And I think it came out like really incredible. The dough is really nice and it has a nice um, crumb to it. And I, the filling is, I have a ton of apples, more apples I know what to do with. I have gala, I have the sweet autumns, I have 
um, some Granny Smiths. I have all these apples. I don't even know what to do with all of them. So um, I baked actually two apples yesterday. I just baked them whole. I was like, why not? I didn't want to make applesauce. I didn't want to have the stove and the oven on at the time. So I just threw two apples in the oven and baked them and then took all the meat out of them, cored it as best I could and smashed them up just with like a potato masher and it's perfect. Perfect apple filling without having to like monitor a stove top and I would highly recommend that method. I added a pinch of brown sugar um, after they came out and I sweated them in like a Tupperware container with a little bit of brown sugar and a pinch of cinnamon. So super, super easy to do. I didn't want the um, filling to be overly sweet because I also find that like if I don't want like jam for these Pop-Tarts, I just wanted like a normal kind of apple pie style filling without it being like overly done and over and too soft. Because um, I knew it would cook again once we baked the Pop-Tarts. So I um, rolled out the dough, super sticky. It needed a lot more flour than I thought. And... Um, I rolled it out, cut it out, tried to keep it as squarish as I could I, so that it could at least be identified as a Pop-Tart. And I loaded the filling in, sealed it all up, forked the edges, just like that little design that you see on the Pop-Tarts, um, and punctured them, gave them a little egg wash, cooked them for an indefinite amount of time. I have no idea. I'm sorry, divers, I did not look for that. Uh, I was mostly checking for doneness overall and brownness for the pastry dough and then while that was in the oven I made a really beautiful frosting with just like confectionery sugar and uh, so powdered sugar and heavy cream a couple of tablespoons of heavy cream and um, a little bit of vanilla extract and then I didn't I don't have food dye like I'm not a food dye person and I would love to know if there's like alternative food dyes out here. I am a big just make your own food dyer kind of person. So I actually, um, from some of the purple gnocchi, maybe you guys know that from the last episode, there was actually a bunch of purple water left over. So basically potato water. I cooked this down with some help from my friends. And I added a little bit of cornstarch to it and it became this like really thick purple liquid. I added it to the frosting mix that I had and it's a win and it's really gorgeous. So I'm super, super excited about this purple frosting that is going to be drizzled all over these Pop-Tarts and just for effect mostly, but maybe just to add a little bit of what we can call healthiness. I put this in quotations. To the Pop-Tarts, I'm gonna add a little bit of chia seeds on top. They're like healthy sprinkles. So chia seeds, healthy sprinkles, make it happen, 2021, okay. So Pop-Tarts, I get totally not the healthiest thing. The dough is like half butter, pretty much, half flour, maybe even more so butter to flour ratio. Um, but I highly would recommend trying to make your own. They're super, super fun and they're so pretty to eat. Like I, there's a one bakery that I like, um, shout out to black market bakery. You guys do a beautiful berry pop tart. It is gorgeous. The filling, the pastry, the frosting, 
and it is hard to resist. And um, I have been a very, very happy camper when I have had Pop-Tarts from them. So thanks, Black Market Bakery, and keep doing what you guys are doing. Um, it has been actually inspiration for me to then make my own, and I'm super excited. A picture of this will be on the Instagram, so make sure you like it. And maybe even on the blog, I'll do like a little thing about the filling and the food dye <laughs> that we made. Um, and, uh, that would, yeah, I would say the modern version is to make your own version. So please just move forward with that and continue to make, um, homemade pastry. It's so fun. Like I encourage everyone to make homemade pastry at home, but if you don't want to ever do that, which I can totally understand time is of the essence. We have more time than we ever thought we had and none at all consequently, but, um, Buy pie, just buy the pie crust at the grocery store. That makes it easy, too. And then you can do whatever you'd like with it. Um, if you can't find pie crusts or you, st- and you still want to try this, um, I think you can try it with puff pastry. I, um, if you do try it with puff pastry, I would love to know how it comes out. So for my third item, it is Dunkaroos, which were these kangaroo cookies with the frosting dip, they were either chocolate, vanilla, maybe graham cracker too, cookies introduced by our good friends, Betty Crocker and General Mills, as this really attractive snack, easy to pack into a lunchbox in the late 90s, and it just blew up. 90s kids all over the U.S. were just like buying this and making their parents buy it, and they loved it, and it was the easiest, nice little sweet treat to have, and um, they discontinued it, but the good news is that it's coming back officially in 2020. So um, that is some good news for 2020, people. I hope that you're out buying them. You might be able to even find them in the stores. I mean, it's really, really exciting. So um, if you find some Dunkaroos, I'm going to look for them next time, even when I'm in the store, um, because it's just such a great idea. And I think even as an adult, that concept of like, what can I dip into a thing? What kind of snack can I have? And making it obviously like a little healthier, sure. Manageable, sure. Um, I feel like yogurt cups have done this with like, have your yogurt and have your dry granola or your chocolate or whatever. Um, I feel like um, hummus has done this is just an easier way to sell it so that it's not like separate hummus dip you know, container or tub, and then, like, you have to buy separate chips, so sometimes they've just combined it, and it has that same feeling. Uh, I've seen it with guacamole, I've seen it with peanut butter, so there's just lots of, like, I think copycat ways that they did it, but then marketing to adults is a little different, because we're not just sitting down eating, I think, sugar for sugar, (laughs) at least not always. (laughs) So, um, super, super exciting to see how that's kind of morphed into adulthood, uh, a little bit. And I like to do it with, um, for myself with just like apples and peanut butter. You know, it's not a Dunkaroo. I understand that, but it definitely is super satisfying and feels like a nice treat. Hey divers, that wraps up my list of the top foods from the nineties that have been giving me the feels lately. And I think I want to do a second part to this. Definitely. I want to talk about cereal. That's really making a cool comeback. I want to talk about the Easy Bake Oven and how it's like inspired us to be the bakers we are today. I want to talk about what your favorite nostalgic food is. So feel free to email us at contactbflk at gmail.com. I'd love to read all of those ideas. 
And if you're not following us already, follow us at the Fridge Dive Podcast. That's also where you're going to see a really cool picture of the Pop-Tarts that I made. And um, keep diving, keep cooking, and keep listening.